How's it going, ladies and gents? My name is Azimi here, back with a new episode. I hope everyone is having a productive week and has new resolutions and new goals you have going forward. Today, I kind of want to speak on something that has struck me recently on a personal note, and that's personal growth. I find it very important to talk about because for a lot of us, personal growth can be very hard. And what makes personal growth hard isn't per se what you have to do, but the ego you have when you do a lot of things. The reason why the ego is very important when it comes to your self-growth and you moving forward is because if you yourself don't recognize that you could be better or if you feel as if you've learned as much as you can or even from the perspective of you know you you haven't learned a lot or you can learn more but you're okay with that that's when we stop our self-growth because realistically self-growth happens when you're tired of your own nonsense when you're tired of all the moments you procrastinate, you're tired of the moment you say no to friends to go hang out, you're tired of not putting yourself out there for job opportunities. All this applies to self-growth. And it's very important because the older we grow, especially in this day and age with social media and the lack of accountability a lot of people have, we could use the example of social media influencers, for example, when they mess up, they normally go on IG, Twitter, or even YouTube if they have a channel, And they would try to make an apology video explaining, trying to do as much damage control as possible. And it's dust under the rug really quickly, considering in this day and age, every so often or not, maybe a day or even a few hours, maybe there's some new big story that's going to overshadow the next one. So that's why accountability and actually reflecting on the type of person you are and can be is much less important because regardless of whether you're an influencer or not, if we look at the people that we hold at a higher standard, which are these influencers, and they themselves are not projecting a certain kind of aura for us to follow, then that's a problem. And for the record, you shouldn't automatically look towards these influencers as your only guide on how to act online or whatever. But it's a good example of what I'm talking about, where we have these people who are seen as gods in a sense to the common man because they have the popularity they have the money but soon as something happens they are on immediate damage control and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because without the accountability without realizing what really is wrong you're not really having growth most of these people who make these apology videos are told by their social media team or they know themselves they messed up and they got to do as much like damage control as possible without losing face. And that does not imply growth. Granted, an apology is always acceptable. That's not to take away from them apologizing. But if it's not coming from a good place, you're just feeding your ego. If you yourself know you are not wrong, then you are just feeding into the fact of you satisfying your fans and keeping your fan base. That's not growth. And I think I've stood on that topic for a little bit, so I'll switch it because I'm not a huge fan of influencers, but it is something to talk about since I can imagine a lot of you can relate, whether you follow these people or you see it online. It's something very relatable. Now, the other part is what you do on your own time. Barring social media, barring accountability, barring taking responsibility, 
what you do in your own time also improves how you are and helps in self-growth. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about what a perfect life is. And as we all know, there's no such thing as a perfect life, but we can get pretty close to it. And for me, a perfect life is having my woman, a job, a stable job, a roof over our head, me being able to provide, and having my friends near me, and having my hobbies. That is very important to me. A lot of the mindset people have nowadays is get your money, get your bitty, get your guy, and just do your own thing, which is understandable. But can I pose the question, if you break up with your bitty, or if you lose your job, per se, if you don't have any friends or if you don't have something else to fall back on to help occupy your time, you're going to find yourself in a real bad hole. And this applies to personal growth because, as we all know, if you sort of focus on money or just getting married or just finding a partner, you are only living life maybe 30%. Having friends, going out, having adventures. Granted, you can do that with your partner, but there's a certain part of life you need to experience without your partner. You could still be with them. And same thing goes with your job. You could still have a job. You still might not have a job, but it's what you do in your time that helps you grow better. Because if we're talking about procrastination, that's something we all struggle with. But it's how much you procrastinate and it's how much you're willing to tolerate that it's going to make you either fall behind or move forward. Because we all procrastinate, but If you are not tired of yourself constantly putting everything last minute or maybe even forgetting to do things, whether it's a job or whether it's a school assignment, vice versa, if you're okay with missing deadlines and okay with putting yourself in that position, you're settling. And then that's when you're not even growing, you're actually regressing because life only goes forward in two ways and it becomes hard in two ways. I'm sorry. It's when life is comfortable or when you're coming out of your comfort zone and both of those are extremely important in their own right because if you are stuck in your comfort zone your ways life is going to become really hard for you eventually because you always have to learn how to adapt you have to put yourself in a position where even if you don't want to change if it needs to happen you have to be willing Now, the reason why life could be hard if you're out of your comfort zone is because you're trying out new things. It's unfamiliar. You're in a position that you're not used to. Both sides have their downfalls, but only one of them truly has a benefit, and that's getting out of your comfort zone. Because I like to think most of the people who listen to my podcast, or even if you're on the older side of the community, you know, We are all still young enough to put ourselves in a position to do better. We are all in a position to not feel too comfortable. You know, not saying if you're 80 years old, you have to go and be like uh, Mr. Saturn. I believe that's what you call these weightlifting uh, people, but to each their own. But regardless, we always have more to learn. We always have a position to be better. And this especially goes to my younger uh, group of people that are listening to this, including to myself. Whether or not we're comfortable in a position right now, that does not mean going forward we can be in a better spot. And if we're okay with just being normal, that's not okay. 
I'm not talking about being a millionaire. I'm not talking about being famous. You can have the most normal life, one bedroom apartment, a nine to five job that pays decent and you're happy with that. Great for you. But the part of growth coming in is understanding you can do better. And whether or not you want to progress financially or professionally, you can progress as a person, whether it's picking up more hobbies or finding better ways to learn more about yourself, reading books, getting rid of the ego. And I do feel like this is going to be quite a lengthy podcast from the way I'm going, but bear with me, folks. I think I'm on a roll. It has a lot to do with the ego going forward because we do things subconsciously so much to feed into our ego. It's one of the most dangerous things about a human compared to any other animal or species on the planet, and it's our ego. A lot of us genuinely want to do good. And unfortunately, including myself and including those who are listening, even if you want to do good, there is that part of you in the back of your mind that is partially feeding for your ego. And that is okay. Everybody needs to have a healthy ego. The problem becomes where you're only motivated to feed the ego, whether it's collecting a bunch of books and having it out. So when a female or a guy comes, it's like, oh, hey, you read you read books? Like, ah, yeah, it's there already. I, I didn't mean to put it there, but you know what I mean? So whether it's trying to show off with books, whether it's trying to get pleasure out of doing something only because you're going to get affirmation from people, that is a prime example of feeding the ego. And this goes into like uh, problems with your parents as well, with approval. You want to make them happy or even with your partners or vice versa, you want to make them happy. But a part of it, it's feeding the ego of being pleasured. And what really makes you happy in life? Where does your happiness come from? And that's a question I'm struggling myself to answer as well, because you have to think of it in two ways. Does your happiness come from what you are doing in life? Or does your happiness come from your ego? And that's kind of an important question to think about, because I'm sure a lot of us are in a position where we're doing all right, but we much, much, much certainly can do better. And we know we can do better. And then there's the other part of us where we're not in the greatest spot of our life, but because of how we feel or think about ourselves, we are in a blissful state and that's fine. But personal growth truly comes from detaching yourself from the ego and finding not what you can do for yourself, but what you can do for others. And this does sound like a give and take type of quality, but that is how you get growth going. Granted, you should always look out for yourself because you are your your own person. You need to eat, you need to sleep, you need to have your good old well-being. I get that. But why some of us feel lonely, empty inside, how depressed even, is because most of the things we often do is for other people. And it's not to help them, but to get a reaction from them. And it's nothing wrong with getting a reaction if you're like trying to make them laugh or whatever. But if there's no feeling behind the the urge for the reaction, if let's say you're just posting pictures of your ass or if you're just posting uh, funny memes on day, granted, that's cool. Uh, After a while, 
even if you have a bunch of followers and people admiring you, you will feel lonely or empty inside because whether or not you're getting a reaction, there's no fulfillment from that reaction. You could look at it from a perspective of I'm making people laugh or whatever. Cool. And that always helps. But at what point would you like to think to yourself, how am I kind of helping people past that? And if you're just a meme page, be just a meme page. You don't have to go above and beyond. But I'm also thinking about how we try to make ourselves believe we do a lot. Whether it's sharing things on Facebook, whether it's helping the homeless man on the street. It's not enough. We owe it to ourselves to be better for us. We need to ask ourselves more, what can I work on? What can I better about myself? You could also think what is wrong with me, but that's more of a negative aspect towards it. But if there's something actually wrong with you, you have to be honest with yourself. And I definitely feel like this is the inspiration for this podcast today because I've been on quite a, a mental reset and journey recently on a lot of things I've kept repressed and how to address it. And one of the most important things is personal growth and actually being self-aware aware you need to take a step back and realize maybe you're not as great or maybe you're not as mature as you thought you would be. Not saying you're mature, not saying you're a horrible person, but it's always important to take that step back and realize, well, we're always going to have haters out there, but if there are some people in my circle that are kind of telling me or showing me that I'm kind of off in certain areas, maybe I should reevaluate it. You don't always have to listen to them 100%, but it doesn't hurt to take a look. Because we always want improvement, we always want the world to be better, but sometimes we forget about improving ourselves within because there's too much problems in front of us. I do think there will come a certain time where Everybody in their life, no matter how old you are, 24, 58, 17, 14, how even maybe 12, depending on how self-aware the person is, there's going to come a point in your life where you're going to be tired of these habits. You're going to be tired of yourself getting in your way. You're going to be tired of not being in a better position because you only think instead of have action. A lot of it comes with evaluating yourself, eliminating hubris from life, and realizing everybody has to sit down in the crowd once in a while and look at yourself and judge. Because whether or not we are extremely handsome, beautiful, funny, smart, make a lot of money, all those aspects are nice. But if it's not all pieced together, you're just lacking in many areas and you're probably going to be coping with drugs, alcohol, or some form of vice that's not healthy. And again, I don't want to sound negative, but this is why a lot of people that are famous, a lot of people that have the limelight struggle afterwards or pick up an addiction because while everybody seems so engulfed in their life and they feel so loved, <clears throat> once they get off that stage, it's not really anybody there. I mean, granted, if you have your bitty and whatever, sure, but for the most part, if there's nobody there, you're just living the illusion that you're the center. And that's not how life is. You are not the center of attention. Clearly, we all live our own lives, but that does not imply that we are the center of the universe. 
We all have our own lives to live. We all need to be empathetic towards it. We should all care for ourselves, but also understand that we are on this planet and we need to care for others as well. I feel like I've said a good piece and I think I'll end it with, I could potentially be going to Hawaii within the next month or so under this program. Uh, Movers and Sakars, I believe, don't quote me on that. Uh, So speaking of respecting community and stuff, it definitely would be an amazing opportunity if I'm able to attend uh, that Hawaii, going to Hawaii for maybe two, three months, going over there to volunteer and help learn about the local community, help out whatever way I can. Definitely would be a blessing if I'm able to go. And it just goes to show that even if I wouldn't be getting paid for this, and this is a volunteer opportunity, granted free flight and stuff, so at least there's that. Even if it's a volunteering opportunity, I'm not doing this to appease to anyone. I'm not doing this to get a pat on the back or post on Twitter or on Instagram saying, well, I'm helping the locals out. It feels so good. Granted, I will post pictures, but I've always felt the sense of wanting to be in a closer community. And living in New York City, you don't get that. You have certain neighborhoods that feel like it, but for the most part, New York City does not feel like a community whatsoever. And then when you look at some of the, I want to say stereotypes, but what you hear about Hawaii, how it's very calm, it's very peaceful, it's very welcoming and stuff, you get a sense of a community there that even if you've never visited, you'd long to have or experience. So I feel like this will be very important for my personal growth because on top of me getting the feeling of being in a community, I will also be actually helping people that are in need and learning about them. And for those who also think traveling is great for growth as well. Experiencing different cultures, putting yourself out there is another way of getting out of your comfort zone and you're killing two birds with one stone. Never say no to a lot of things in life unless you're really not sure about it. And just make sure that when you think about growth, you're not just thinking about materialistic things or what you can equate to by what's in front of you. Look, truly look what's inside of you and ask yourself, am I okay with this? Am I okay with who I am right now? And if I'm not, how can I change it? And if I'm going to change it, when will I change it and how? It might sound like a lot. But the same way we work on getting jobs, the same way we work on getting girlfriends or boyfriends, the same way we work on getting apartments and new friends, it's the same way we have to work on ourselves and realize that we can always do better.